I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Aussie Rugby Show in podcast form. If you're new to the setup, you can stay on top of and be a part of what's happening with the show simply by following Rugby Pass and the Aussie Rugby Show on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Enjoy. Uh, great to have your company for another episode of the Aussie Rugby Show brought to you by Extra Hops. Stop Breaches 84% faster. I'm Louise Ransom. Drew Hoylesey, Sean, with me once again. Punchy stars. Yeah. Lost the last name. Yeah. Well, you know, after last week, I had to, right? <laughs> you had to. How are you? Good. Are you going to kick things off this week for us? We are. We're going to get into what got you over the weekend. We'll go into that right now. And uh, my thing is Shoot Shield, of course. You and I were calling that, Sean, epic in mm. terms of the length that the game went. It was drawn. Went another 20 minutes. 100 minutes. Yeah. No golden point. 20. We were looking at each other and I were going, is it? Is there really not golden point? Yeah. We got 20, 10 each way. It was You'd epic. You're right. I was a commentator, but anyway. No, 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 no. We knew, but we couldn't believe it. Yeah. We were waiting for the golden point. Um, my second thing, two prong what gotcha from me this week. Okay, Bill Mix yes. plays yeah. for the Rebels. Champion. Was in New South Wales away from Melbourne for the whole Super Rugby AU season once yeah. they got it um, underway. His partner Michelle's back in Melbourne doing a thing in lockdown, trying to get through the months. Bill goes back to Melbourne for like two weeks, yep. then gets a call up to go to London Irish. Amazing opportunity for him. Wow. Yeah. Poor Michelle Great on Instagram. Result. She Just, was battling. She, she was, had to drop him she? at the she airport. Had, like, genuine tears oh, really? down. Yeah. yeah, she sort of, you know, like, she's super successful in what she does. Yeah. I think she's with, is it uh, Bumble? Kick it or? No, it used to Bumble. be Bumble. Was Bumble. And she's keep, keep it cleaner. Keep it cleaner. Yeah. You know, like just. And an absolute lady boss, but she kind of showed like a real vulnerability on there. And was tearing up, and, and Bill was like, so Billy's "Actually, off, it was really, it, it, was, it was a little good, bit sweet." Though. Bill um, went into business class, and he actually had a framed photo of Michelle there on his little business class setup. So and he said, "Couldn't do it without her support and, and yeah, things like that." But week. she doesn't know; when, they don't know when they're going to see each other because of because of COVID, and he doesn't know how long he's over That's there for. That's tough. And I saw the the contrast between the NRL and the rebel, the rebels and the storm, mm-hmm. both yes. Melbourne sides. The Storm are in a fortunate enough position to their own. All their families got moved yeah. up the Sunshine yeah. Coast. So we talk about the sacrifices they all made. Like it was so much easier for those Storm players to do that with their families. Kids were putting the schools up there. So yeah, like it just, um, it was really tough on the Rebels this year. Yeah. What, what got, got me you? was uh, the First Nations jersey um, unveiling this week. They're yeah. obviously going to play uh, against New Zealand this weekend in the first night. It's actually just over your shoulder. There. So how good are they? Yeah. So, I'm going to go cuddle so, that look, thing soon. <laughs> obviously, Bledisloe Week, I was just yes. getting around. Yeah. I'm a big good. fan, so I don't, I don't have one of those, but I will buy one. Mm. Yeah. Mark my word, I'll buy one. Yeah. Maybe I'll wear it next week. Do you think you'd like to get to the stage where there is just uh, the, the national jersey Agreed. is in the jersey? Because currently, obviously, was a big part of the reason, you know, a big part of the movement yeah. to get this jersey into effect. And I and I've spoken, I spoke to the then CEO, Raylene Castle, about the fact that you know, the First Nations people are part of the fabric of who we are as Australians, so it should be also part of the fabric of the jersey yeah. that we wear every week. So 
obviously one test a year they really emboss it by you know highlighting yeah. that design but i think even every single test it's up close it should still have yeah. the same design in in the gold Absolutely. as part of the fabric of, of and who we, we are about and who we the, represent you know as well. the sort of the bumpier bits on the yeah. jersey i'm not sure what they're called yeah, but I don't you know, know doing a bit of a pattern with that or whatever yeah i mean I, I i think it should honestly just be that in, in gold every other week, but then for one game they want to go out there and represent, you know, like and really sort of um, celebrate it and champion Concur. it, then, then we really sort of highlight it. But I love it, and uh, look, I'm a little bit envious because I never got to wear one of those. It would have been really, really cool. So, um, so cool. Yeah, yeah, so good. Look, what got me, a couple of uh, ex-Wallabies are still playing club footy. Adam Fryer retired on the weekend. He plays 200th club game for Randwick. Got knocked out in the semi-final, but Ben Mullen, Gets to go one better. He's qualified with the East Tigers for the Grand Hospital Cup Grand Final against mm-hmm. the Red Heavies this weekend. So I do. I think that's a really good example. Red Heavies. Red Heavy. Yeah, well, yeah that's one of your many clubs. But <laughs> I just think it's a really good thing that players come back and they, if they can, their body allows them yeah. go back and play club footy. He's a couple of years there now too. That's yeah, his second year Mo, out of retiring. Mo, and Mo. yep. Yep. Oh, did you, you don't need a paycheck to keep playing, playing no. footy, and that's a good example. He's a ripper. Uh, look, mine's a little bit different. Oh, I made a, <laughs> a road trip up to Bathurst to celebrate the life of a really good mate. A uh, couple of things going on. The road trip out there, this really threw me out around Mamre Road going along the M2 or 4. I lost track. Check it out. Oh. He just got his feet <laughs> up on the handlebars, on the L plates. <laughs> I thought that was pretty special that I was in for a big Blowing weekend. Blew a kiss? Yeah, blew yeah. a kiss on the yeah. way through. Just need to straighten out the hemis a bit. <laughs> just yeah. off Mamre Road. And then I hit Bathurst and land in an Irish pub called Jack Duggan's. Scanning the menu, they've got a thing called the O'Driscoll, right? The O'Driscoll, like, I've got to have a crack at Bod here, get some Bod in me. <laughs> it's a chicken schnitzel covered <laughs> in prawns and a creamy garlic sauce. Ooh. The best thing I've ever eaten. Really? The O'Driscoll at Jack Duggan's in Bathurst, the single best thing yeah. I've ever had. Look at that. Don't you want to just rip into it right now? Yeah, and is, but is it named specifically after Brian O'Driscoll? After Brian O'Driscoll, I messaged him that? and I messaged him. I said, Bod, you're on the menu in Bathurst. He says, that <laughs> looks that delicious. Is? Yeah, Prawns nice. from the Bathurst River? <laughs> yep. How's your chicken? Uh, chicken's still alive and kicking. Really? Yep, Goldie is still rolling. Really? Yeah. Just well plucking away. Oh, it is a gritty, gritty chicken. Well, Sean, great news about the chicken. Great news also about <laughs> VB being on board for the Aussie yes. Rugby Show. Rugby time for a VB. All you need to do is buy a case of VB online at BWS. Use the promo code TARSVB to receive free delivery. I'm going to say that again. Tars VB is the promo code. Stubbies Lou. And They've got to be Stubbies. Don't forget. That's don't all get we're the grenades. About. Get the Stubbies, stubbies in here. And a VB Esky. Mm-hmm. This is what you could win. A VB Esky and a merchandise pack from the World Rugby Shop for you and your mates. There are three packs up for grabs. Not two pack. Three. 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 Oh, yeah. What a week for Victoria, though, in all honesty. Yeah, big going on down there. Big going up here, and also, and then when it arrives at home, what do you need to do next? Tag a photo of you and your mates. Yeah. All the ads are there for a chance to win what? Two VB ice boxes, as you can see, hopefully Whoa. behind us. Cases of VB. Oh. VB budgie smugglers, which oh. Hoylesey will model for us all yes. later, I'm sure. Yep. Size 38. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go well. Face um, mask. <laughs> <laughs> Look, resource, get being resourceful. <laughs> 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 
It's Whatever you want to use them for, that's your own decision. <laughs> so you get VB bugly, Budgie Smugglers for you and your mates and, guys, $2,000 of oh, wow. World wow. Rugby wow. Shop Kit. Tell them the price, Luke. $2,000 of World Rugby Shop Kit for your rugby club. So if you Excellent. need some that's new cool. gear, yeah. Yeah. this is really uh, key to get into. So it just starts at bws.com.au. Go in there, TARS VB. Order the stuff. T-A-R-S. Correct. Free delivery and then post your photos. Yeah, and most creative best entry will win. Uh, Judged by us? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we would hopefully. Right, we're not that judgmental, but we will be. No, finished. yeah, we will. We'll judge it well. Uh, so it'll be posted. Around. It'll be seen on the show across Rugby Pass, Sky Sport in New Zealand as well. We'll announce the winners on December 5. Boom. Ooh. Get involved, everyone. Well, it's time now for the check-in where we uh, see what's happening in Wallabies camp. And James O'Connor is joining us this week. James, good to see you. Tell us about the Hunter. How's it all going being back on home soil? Oh, it's great to be back, to be fair. Although it uh, hasn't provided the best weather so far. It's been a couple seasons in one day. But, uh, yeah, it's good. We're working hard and uh, looking forward to the day off tomorrow. Hey, Soupy. It's uh, Soupy here. Mate, I just want to... He can see you, Muppet. You're on FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, but I just want to say double Soupies because we love soup. Um, Oi, mate. Uh, just firstly, who are you rooming with? No room this week. So just by oh, myself. Oh, yeah. rooms. WP. Oh. Okay, because it was a bit of a loaded question because sometimes that gives you a bit of an indication. But who's been training next to you at number 12 uh, most of this week up there at the Hunter? Mate, I've, I had a concussion during the game, so I honestly couldn't tell you. Come on, mate. No, he said he's not telling you. Don't be one of those okay, journalists. Fair enough, fair that just enough. Keeps I'm not pressing. a journalist, mate. Hey, uh, Rabs, Clearly. day off tomorrow. I see you do a lot of the Wim Hof, a lot of the ice bath, the hot treatment. What are you going to do in your day off? Like, well, how has that changed your preparation for a test compared to what you used to do? Oh, look, the day off for me now is all about regeneration. So, like you said, I do a Wim Hof. We've got a sauna here, so it's going to be great to get back into that and uh, get toasty and uh, literally just get out and about and recover. Have a nice little nap in the middle of the day and just get the body reset. So, it's all about, uh, I guess it's all about preparation for the game. I enjoy myself uh, come December time. Yeah, spot on. Well, the only ice this guy knows is the one that keeps his esky full, so I'll try it on the shore. <laughs> Mate, mine's on that same track. I've just been back through your Instagram profile and found that photo from June last year where you're with uh, the great Laird Hamilton, who's one of my all-time favourite surfers. What did you learn from him, and how has that meditation and that underwater breathing made you a better player in Wallabies colours? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I think one of the biggest things that I picked up from his training camp was the hypoxic breathing. So I do a lot of, uh, I guess, breathing from the diaphragm now. So nose breathing, breathing from the diaphragm. And I think it, to be fair, it just helps you get into that flow state a lot more, sort of on the field and away from it. And literally helps you uh, 
Well, perhaps your engine so you can last a little bit longer. Drew might have uh, picked up. You might have enjoyed that during your career a bit more, bro, if we got into that. <laughs> hey, this is a massive game this weekend against the All Blacks. We had a draw the first game and they got away from us in the second. What are the things that Dave Rennie's been getting you guys to work on? There's always a couple of things that you focus on um, after a loss like that. What have been the key ones this week? Well, look, I think the first one was our defence just wasn't up to par. So if you fall off that many tackles, then you're never going to win a game. But also, we just got a little bit loose, not only sort of in the breakdown at times when we were attacking well, but just with a few of the offloads. So we didn't get to tick the scoreboard pressure over and you can't, obviously, you can't win a game against one of the best by doing that. So for us, it was about changing a few uh, tactics kicking-wise. Um, well, obviously, it's, it's a new strategy for us. Every team plays pretty similar in terms of formations, like 3-2-1 setup and whatnot, but just our kicking strategies are very new, so just having guys in the right areas so we can get a good kick chase and uh, plan the right ends of the field as well. Rabs, through the week, um, a scribe over there in New Zealand said that there are no, we just don't breed hard men. Yeah. Now, being the last Wallaby to get a red card against your backs, obviously I'm a hard man <laughs> and all that. Um, is there any chance that maybe you can throw a bit of knuckle out there and, uh, you know, and really just shorten this, this scribe up over in New Zealand? I thought of that as well as you do. We both know that, so you so won't pretty be seeing well. that anytime soon. But I read that comment actually, and I was I saw Taniella responded, but I think uh, the boys will be up for it for sure. And James, I heard you talking this week about how much you're enjoying uh, being back in that number ten jersey. Can you tell us a little bit more about why you are enjoying that so much? Well, I think uh, as you get older you sort of, you understand the game a lot more. Um, but a big part of that is, I literally, I don't want to compete with the Jordan Pataias anymore. I feel like my, uh, my strength is now my mind and how to play the game and also just squaring defenders up and allowing our outside guys who are dynamic and uh, you've seen what they can do in sort of game one throughout Super Rugby. So getting them the ball and on the right terms. And I feel, yeah, that's the strength of my game now. Yeah, we're enjoying watching you uh, back leading everyone around the park. James O'Connor, thanks so much for your time here on the Aussie Rugby Show. Appreciate it. Go well, buddy. <laughs> thanks, thanks, guys. Uh. Yeah, great to talk to uh, James O'Connor in Wallabies camp. Let's talk about Bledisloe 3 coming up this weekend. The Indigenous jersey, the First Nations jersey, Drew. We love it. Do you think the All Black should wear an alternate strip if we're wearing such a dark colour. Go on, clickbait boy. Yeah. Well, you, no, actually, I, I thought about it because I, I saw the jersey, and it's obviously a dark green colour. I know the Springboks are also dark green and they don't change their jersey when they play them, but I feel like this is a, a, like a, it's a little bit darker, but also I would think that our boys will be wearing uh, dark green shorts as well as the socks as well, whereas the Springboks wear the white shorts. Yep. It, it honestly, as, as a, like someone in the backfield looking up in split moments, dis, like um, decisions and, mm. and surveying things, it can be quite difficult. And, and let's I be honest, you, you have limited vision as well. I'm well, not joking, yeah, yeah, but yeah, when yeah. you played rugby, you did, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I did. I had, well, I, I still, still, do. I, I still yeah. only have one eye that works. But yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's an advantage for one or the other, but I just think as a spectacle as well, like just to be able to like differentiate quite quickly yeah. and easily. And also we always have alternate kits. Yep. So I think that at least they should pose the question, hey, All Blacks, I would love them to go, top or? to go back to 2007, the quarterfinal jersey they wore against France. Just replicate yep. the one that yeah, they, yeah, exactly. they played in 2007. <laughs> and the refereeing. Yeah. And the <laughs> results. Just, just everything. Yeah. <laughs> we'll you get that nothing. going, that'd be great. Uh, Adi Sevilla, Sean, he was Gonski. great. He's gone. Big loss for the All Blacks. Great. Mixed in with amazing, wasn't he, in that second <laughs> test? He's just such a machine. The guy's unbelievable. The, the amount of yeah. meters he generates post, post contact, contact yeah. 
post-contact not, time and time again. He's not a huge guy either. Like, he's nowhere near the size of his brother who's a winger. And I hear, hear people talking about how big and strong Artie Sevilla is. He's strong, but he's not that big. He's just got a, a bit like a Michael Hooper. Huge ticker and the ability to just mm. great leg driving contact. You know, you know someone... It reminds me from an old coach that I had when I started at the Reds, Alec Evans. He used to say pointy bits, right? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. your elbows and just like move around and just get yeah. out. Because when you go in to try and tackle Artie Sevilla, like you honestly, you're getting a couple of those. Because mm. like, he's, he's just, like he's just an awkward, doesn't want like to be really stopped. Awkward, yeah, doesn't, doesn't want to be tackled. He almost down. takes offence if you think you're going to be able yes. to tackle him. Yeah. And he'll just throw anything around and you'll just cop those little ones. And you go, oh, well, that try he scored at Eden Park, he had three guys outside. It was like, you know what, statement moment coming yeah. up here. I'll, who wants to be run over? I'm scoring that try. No one else is touching it. Yeah. So he sleeps out. So uh, likely we'll see more of Satutu in there. But they'll be able to cover him up pretty well. But you just you just wonder, though, if the Wallabies maybe take a little bit out of the fact that Artie's not actually there and the guy coming in might not have that same level of experience and awkwardness about him. Yeah, I, one thing New Zealand rugby has and always has had is depth. Mm. But as a Wallaby fan... I love watching Artie Sevilla play. Yeah, and when great. I saw him out, I thought that is a huge win for us straight away. Like, someone's going to come in, they're going to be very talented. Um, but Artie Sevilla is, at the moment, he's in a class of his own, I believe. You would think Satutu goes into the starting role, maybe Akira Ioane comes in on the bench. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. 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 Ordinary bad. options. Not bad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what do you want to see this weekend? Uh, Bledisloe 1 was good, good performance, didn't get the result. Blizzo 2, not so great. What does Blizzo 3 bring and, and what do you want to see, Hulsey? I, I mentioned it last week. I, I think we were, probably went into that last game and we're looking to put on massive shots and, and I, I want us to make our tackles. You've got to know when to make a tackle and you've got to know when to make a shot and there's a big difference there. Our tackle percentage has to be high. Our ruck efficiency, that was those two things early on. Recycling our own ball with accuracy at the breakdown and to be able to make your tackles. Like they're a side that are just so good off broken play and if you start missing tackles, offloads start becoming one, two, three, four. So two things, make your tackles and get accurate on your cleanouts. Yeah, for me, it's, it's that composure in that A zone. So many times they created opportunities in the first and the second game, and we just weren't able to execute. And we just, we've seen so many times how quickly on turnover or counter-attack ball, the All Blacks can hit, hit back straight away with a, a five or a seven-pointer at the other end. So for me, they're creating so many great opportunities, and the game could be different with scoreboard pressure, points pressure, all that type of thing, if they execute on some of those opportunities. So I, I, I would think a lot of their time spent at the Hunter Valley in the last couple of weeks would be just on execution. Scotty Wiseman will have them in game-like scenarios under fatigue, putting themselves in, in positions under fatigue to make sure they're communicating. They're putting themselves in a position where they can get the ball and they're actually asking questions of the, of the defence and then obviously going through and, and trying to uh, execute. Hey, before we um, bounce out of our preview, three weekend props for us. Looking ahead to what potentially can play out at the weekend, will be Kamate or the Kappa for the Harker? Oh, I think Which way are they going? Uh, no, I think they... Like the traditional, yeah, Kamate, yeah. yeah. And then in the decider in the end. Yeah. Oh, just just yeah. saving yeah. something I don't in think the they'll do the two, in a, two weeks in a row of the... Is it just me? Uh, what's the one they did last week and what's it called? The uh, Capo Pongo, I think. Is that, I think so. Oh, that, forgive they, me if my yeah. pronunciation's not I good. tend to feel they do that when they're on the rebound or things happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, okay. yeah to fire the, them up yeah, and that's like, yeah. what I've lay it down straight up. Yeah, it's almost like you're sitting there and you're like, oh, okay. Here we go, boys. Next one. Caleb Clark, Marika Korobiti combined tackle bus over or under 15 and a half. In the, uh, over. 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 You got Marika will have over. 14. And last one, will there be a drop goal kicked by either team at the weekend? Yep. 
Yeah. 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 I think oh, both kicked teams... or attempted? Attempted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both teams would have had it drilled in them by their coaching yeah. staff. They would have put yeah. themselves in position. Yeah, sure. I like those, the weekend props. Oh, good props, Shawnee. Uh, guys, predictions. Let's do it. Wallabies by one for me. Mm. I'll go Wallabies by five. That's my one. Yep. Just I'll go via Uno as right. well. Go yeah. Wallabies. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, make sure uh, you can head out to ANZ Stadium. Watch the guys uh, do it against the All Blacks. Get behind them this yeah. weekend. What else are you going to do? What are we allowed out at ANZ? What's the uh, program? There's plenty of seats. Yeah. Okay. I'll be one of them. There's, yeah. tickets, there's tickets available. Yeah, tickets available. But if you want one, where do you head? You go to anzstadium.com.au. Get those tickets. Go out. Support the boys. They'll need it, but we're, we're confident. Oh, you know what? You know they what? need it and they deserve it. They, they deserve, deserve it. it. Get behind them. Get behind them. Go Take it to an asylum. Go all of this. Huge reaction to this last week. Time for Extra Hop Play of the Week. Sean, what do we got? Well, there was no rugby at the weekend that we could sink our teeth into. So this time round, it is the Extra Hop Play of the Century. Wow. I'm calling this it. better be good. That's yeah. how big a defensive effort this is, man. And you know who it is. It's oh. Bledersloe Week. George Gregan? Ah, you got it, Hoylesey. Uh. Is there anything better than this tackle from Gregan on Wilson. He gets past a couple, but there is Gregan. Little extra hot man. Oh, that little left arm. Gus Erickson. Oh, what about it? Has there been a more iconic try-saving tackle? It's pure no, extra hot. I wouldn't think so. Work. That's the best one. Like, you think about the history of the game, the, the series. That's definitely the... What I really like about that is the missed tackles in the lead-up to it. Like, just the you go... <laughs> Never spoken about go, it. Yeah, 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 whatever. Greg goes, I'll solve that. I'm actually a big fan of both of those gentlemen's hair in that point. Jeff Wilson, beautiful yeah. long blonde yeah. I think George also yeah. should bring that little afro back. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of Extra Hop, and that is your play of the century. <laughs> <laughs> big stories this week, just one we are focusing on. It's all about the barbarians. So the guys broke <laughs> protocol around COVID during these times. It's all cancelled. Hoylesey, what, what <laughs> would you be feeling right now if you were them? I only got one chance to play with the Barbarians. It was one, one trip, two games, midweek game, Gloucester, weekend game against Argentina at Twickenham. It was my last professional game. I'd be so disappointed if I was yeah. in that side and I didn't get to play a game because... And, or get on the lash. You'd still be able to get on the lash. But like part of the beauty of it is you get on the lash and then you get to play the game, So, which you don't do in the current era. Well, not many people do, and I certainly couldn't do it. Um, Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really... Yeah, it was yeah. one of the most enjoyable weeks of my professional career. As it, mm. I finished my professional career that week. I've got nothing but fond memories of that. And if I was in a side that, that got taken away from me, I'd be so disappointed. I don't actually know the complete circumstances of what they did or where they went. You know, boys will be boys, but at some stage you've got to think like that's... That's been really inconvenient. England wanted a test match. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, players were released from England to play in that team as well. Obviously, England are doing it pretty tough. Community grassroots rugby is not being played, and these guys went out midweek to have a bit of a drink. Um, I can't say that I wouldn't have been one of those guys yeah. if I was in that squad, to be fair. I was, when I, when I, I played a few times for them, and Gitz was our captain, and he, uh, he sort of picked me as his social captain and I'd pick the nightclubs and organise the tables and do all that sort of stuff and we go to training and he'd just see like to Nick Mallet, turn the bus around, we're not going because it was snowing and we'd go back home and anyway I remember once we were playing against the All Blacks and he said um all right Drew like just two minutes before the like before we're going out into the field he's like Drew you uh you rev the boys up. And I <laughs> Who said, Nick like, or Gitz? No, Gitz said, said yeah. this to me. And I mind you Nick Mallet already said Drew if you make one mistake in this game you're off because after the week you've had you've <laughs> 
You better play well, excuse me. And anyway, I said, so righto, boys. I think it. there's been a few yeah, of those speeches in Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the first ball, Stephen Donald put a high ball up and I just couldn't see it. Didn't, didn't drop it, but didn't get a hand on it. But anyway, I said, boys, take a knee. And everyone took a knee. I was like, do you think those All Blacks have been out in the piss like us until three in the morning? They're not going through what we're going through. All that sort of, I was, it was a, a bit of a piss take. But anyway, we went out and we beat the All Blacks first time since the 70s or something. The Barbarians have beaten them. The following year, we're playing the, the Springboks, same sort of thing. Gets the captain, army social captain. He said, Drew, tell the boys, fire them up. And I went, all right, boys, take a knee. And this time we had a few of the Kiwi boys in our team because we we're playing the Springboks. Kevin Mialamu there with his jersey off. And he's got the rosary beads tattooed around his neck. And I said, right, boys, take a knee. And Kevin went, <laughs> <laughs> and I went, oh. I've got to change tack Our here. Father, the one in heaven. I was like, Hello, me, I name. just had to change tack and say, you know, hopefully we all get off the field <laughs> safe and no injuries. Oh, no. I was like, I was like, yes. I'm sorry, I didn't buy the boys up, but I couldn't do it in front of Kevin. I'm so sorry. The world's nicest anyway, man. Yeah. Anyway, Kevin we went out and we the Springboks as well. So like, yeah, yeah. The, the two years in a row, but I just couldn't do it. I, I couldn't bring myself to, to have that kind of a chat in front of Kevin with these rosemary beads. Oh, he's his best. <laughs> Aussie Rugby Show mailbag time. Let's see all the questions you have sent in. Thanks so much for getting involved each and every week. Uh, let's start with this question from Glenn on Instagram. Which past club or country team outside Australia, of course, would you have loved to have played for? Oh, um, I don't know about um, club or country, but maybe just I want to be in that Bermuda Tens at some point. <laughs> that's at that's rolling out now. Yeah, it's out at the moment. There yeah. used to be a classics one yeah. um, that you could get involved in over 35s. So yeah. I now meet that requirement, yeah. so maybe mm. I'll go over there and play at some point in Bermuda. I look at now, and not just because of the success, Exeter. I reckon I've mm. always heard really good things about Exeter. Like yeah, you'd be a bit more of an Exeter man. Well, I need to be in the middle of the Yeah, moment. so Exeter, the good thing about yeah. them is they're, they're famous for their bus trips. They love a good time mm. on the bus. They have long bus trips because they're fair way away. Yeah. Um, they, they don't, they're not big at nightclubs, they're just together on the team bus, that's kind of my go. I think that'd be a good club. Look, I'm going to get segue this back to last week where the Dublin Doggos messaged in. They're massive fans of the show, but a dreadful team based <laughs> up there in Ireland. They're proud uh, of being a dreadful team. Yeah, Big Will messaged me and said Dublin Doggos. Uh, he came from a team, the USRC Tigers in Hong Kong, that lost every game for three years straight. <laughs> so they sound like my kind of guys. <laughs> so that's yeah. who I'd go with, either the Tigers or the Doggos. Yeah, very good. I just wish I could uh, tackle well enough. <laughs> to even consider playing for a team, There's but a anyway. Place for everyone in rugby. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm in the I media side. Okay, this question from Evan Regan on Instagram as well. Who had the biggest clash with a coach? I reckon there's a pretty good mate of yours, Drew, that had oh, a yeah. decent one. Yeah, well, Gits obviously with Robbie Deans. They had a bit of a, a, a bit of a falling out moment. Just stood there. Parted ways during uh, just before the 2011 World Cup. I remember one time um, Western Force. I think I was maybe 23 or something at the time. Johnny Mitchell was our coach, and he uh, was ripping into the team at um, at a team meeting after after another defeat at that point. And he just said, "Drew, you've played 21 tests and you're fucking playing like a clown." And I went, "25." <laughs> And he just went, seeing <laughs> <laughs> come out of his ears. And anyway, John and I had like a pretty good relationship. After, like, I mean, he really tore into me after that, as he should have as well. Just like some little arrogant punk. And then uh, as I walked out, he had me in a headlock going, "You little smartass, don't you do that to me again?" But um, what about you, Steve? Anyone? Yeah, I think the the biggest one that comes to mind was probably Gitz and Robbie Deans. Yeah. But you can see now, like over time, that seems to have, have mended itself. There's always big ones like there's. Background here, looking at David Campisi. I think might have been Greg Smith that got rid of Campo from Test Footy. So there's always 
some big ones and, and that's just the way it always yeah. has to be, unfortunately. I like when coaches turn on their teams and Tony Ray, the great oh, man. Oh. Tony yeah, that Ray, was, that the great man, when he lined up the Brumbies in 2011 and in the press conference just basically called them pathetic and hopeless. I was at home then. I was not. I was injured that year and I got home in time to watch the press conference mm. and I just saw it and I was the injured captain. I just went, wow. I was like in a state of shock. Like he really did turn mm. on him. And I reckon we did. I'll dig that out and we'll, uh, we'll roll it in next mm. week at some point. Awesome from T-Ray. And his jacket was pretty cool. In the he's a champion. Really? Yeah, yeah, like he's this a cool Canadian tux top jacket yeah, going on there. Right. Just added to the, the drama of the night. <laughs> I bet it did. Um, Zach Chen on Instagram as well. Biggest gym rat you know. Oh. <laughs> no. well, obviously, yeah. Biggest gym rat. Uh, early on it was probably... Adam Fryer, Phil War, but they were easily overtaken by David Pocock. Yeah. David Pocock yeah. should yeah. talk Poe, about him. Yeah, I mean, the guy was immense in the gym. Like, just like look at the rig. Like, I'd eat sushi off him. Mm. Would you? Would you eat sushi off him? Yeah. Would you a shot 100%. off him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After his first yeah. Super Rugby game, Not just it was sushi. In, it was sashimi. South Africa. Manner of Japanese food. First Super Rugby game was in South Africa, mm. and I believe he came off the bench. The boys went out, and as I was heading out of the town after that game, they lift went past the hotel gym, and Poe was in there after his first Super yeah. game, hitting weights. Here's a guy that I think. Not because he wants to or he tries to, but he, he makes you feel like less of a bloke yeah. around him, right? Because yeah. he's like he's physically he's just an absolute specimen. He stands for everything right in this world, and he's yeah. so strong on that. I think what he will do after his career will be more significant than what he's done in the gold jersey, which is saying a which lot. Which is huge. He just makes you feel like makes you feel like a little bit yeah. like a you know like his body's a temple, a bit yeah, like this yeah, fella here. Yeah. Yeah. Also, second. I, second I did enjoy that time. We can spin back to it now that he's retired when he chained himself to the tractor. Oh, yes. same. I mean, that was just good for an afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that good for a look? What just about for an that? afternoon's action. Remember the article when? Who? Hang on, who's chained to a yeah. tractor? Yeah. But remember when he had that uh, the third party beneficiary? Might have been. I think it was Dave Paradise during the World Cup. 2015 and he said I really like what he stands for he basically saw that David Pocock chain himself to attract wow. him and said I want to sponsor that guy I want to yeah. help him yeah. I was like hang on is that all it takes just to get a little bit third party go and chain yourself to something <laughs> we should just start chaining ourselves to likely sponsors for 2021 yeah, yeah exactly you won't chain yourself to DB for the last 25 years Sean and I've got a nice box to show for it what I enjoyed so David Pocock retiring from all forms of rugby the look back that he did on yeah, Instagram throughout the week he, he sort of started from the very beginning and each day it was a different year and a different yeah. time in his rugby career and there was the gym Instagram videos and some of those and just in, just impressive, like looks impressive, but the stuff he was doing was yeah. insane. Yeah. But what an amazing career and con contributor he's been. And also Australian you rugby. saw that progressive decline of his hairline as well. Which yeah. he mentioned, yeah. I interviewed him for ABC <laughs> and he you know, said, what you know, what would you have said to the guy going over to the Western Force um, back when he was, you know, such a young player? And he's like, oh, I would have said, enjoy, enjoy that hair because you're not going to have it forever. <laughs> <laughs> And he went out in typical David Pocock fashion, just yeah. sort of almost yeah. under the radar, like yeah. he's been in Japan. He had another season to go, and, mm. and let's be honest, he's probably getting paid a lot of money to play that next season in Japan, but... He just felt like the time yeah. was right. Yeah. 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 Oh, guys, that's all we've got time for this week on the Aussie Rugby Show. Okay. 
Sean Hoylsey Drew, thanks so much. Thanks to your company as well. Enjoy Bledisloe 3. Get out to ANZ Stadium if you can. Get those tickets at anzstadium.com.au. We'll see you next week. Go Wallabies. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Don't forget to subscribe to stay on top of the show with new episodes dropping each week. And remember, if moving pictures are more your thing, you can catch the show at rugbypass.com or via the Aussie Rugby Show on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, your uncle, you know the drill. See you next week.